Anyone that's a non-native English speaker that's actually listening, can you just let me know if you can understand me? Hello and welcome to another goddamn fangirl with me, Hannah Briley, a self-proclaimed fangirl and band photographer. And me, Elle. I thought this was a free clinic. So something different is happening this week. Yeah. Should I tell you what it is? Please. I'll tell you what it is. I'm all ears. So this week, what we're doing, instead of getting bands on to interview, mm-hmm. uh, we don't need that. No, I'm kidding. Um, instead of getting bands on to interview, we are going to be talking about some of our fave people, favourite artists, favourite bands. Would you, you know, say that you gonna- are a fan girl? I'd, I'd say I'm quite the fun girl of the person that I've picked. Right. Um, so much so, would love to uh, either be them or just be busy mates with them. Well, I mean, we were discussing before how you would dress like them and slowly turn yourself into them. So I get that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Um, would love that. Would really, really love that. It's kind of the energy that I want to promote into the world. Um, so the person I've chosen to talk about and fangirl over and gush over is the one, the only, drum roll please, Pippa, George Michael. <laughs> and then Pippa, um, you could do something like a... Oh God. Like a... Please don't make me. Do, 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 do. Like a... What is she talking about? Da, 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 da. Or like the sound that you would like a sound that looks like a sound that sounds like confetti sorry 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 like a like what a does sprinkling confetti sound like that i don't know it's like sprinkling. a sprinkling it's gonna sound like piss it's like a celebration noise it's like a pew 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 what in the fuck is she on but like so many little pew pew pews like pew 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 pew, pew, pew. That's like a laser like sprinkling down yeah like oh like a confetti laser this isn't star wars <laughs> I don't know. Betty Pippa's the sound gal. Like, right, oh, Pippa, if you can find a fa- if you can find a sound that matches any of that description, I'll be yeah. impressed. You are the worst. <laughs> okay, so this is a brief and disorganised history of George Michael by Eloise Wills, BA Honours, Italian Studies. <laughs> so no music experience and no knowledge but i'm here to pretend <laughs> no expertise but i'm here to I judge talking about. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to judge no uh to be to be honest i think michael uh, george michael is absolutely amazing um so i'm going to tell you about him because all of his songs are certified bops and I just think he was a proper good lad. So I'm I'm just gonna interject really quickly and then I will let you get on you with your story. Where well, I had a teacher in primary school and he was called Mr. George. Anyway, his name was Michael George, and I always found that really funny. <laughs> so Duh. when you just said Michael George, I was like, oh. but That's yeah, so anyway. funny. But also Carry please on. interrupt. I welcome interruptions <laughs> this time. Fine. Right, Usually I hate it when people interrupt, but I feel like this is good. Uh, I got most of this stuff from Wikipedia because I'm a terrible student. 
um, and then interviews with MTV, The Graham Norton Show and The Parkinson Show, which, okay, by the way, The Graham Norton Show, when George Michael was on it, I so, so I watched this like little clip. So it was like late 80s. It was like early 90s, I think. But such a problem, so problematic. Like there was a bit in the intro where Graham Norton's like, referencing current affairs and stuff and he starts like really derogatorily derogatorily i I know what you mean remarks (laughs) yeah about like japanese people and um which is uh, graham norton no please i don't right i don't know i'm sorry graham norton you're gonna you're gonna kill it for me don't do this sorry i i was sorry as soon as i watched it i was like oh for fuck's sake not him but like yeah it was an issue but so were the 90s but that's a story for another day anyway (laughs) so George Michael was born on the 25th of June 1963 and then spoiler alert he died at the age of 52 on Christmas day 2016 which I think we've already discussed (laughs) but go on we have definitely already discussed that so spoiler alerted declared it's not a spoiler, it's a fact of Carry life. Carry on, it's not but a spoiler, anyway. Carry on. There's <laughs> um, no one catching up so, on this. <laughs> no. So he grew up in London, or around London, and when he was in his early teens, his family moved to a place called Radlett, which I think is in London. I have no idea, doesn't matter. Uh, but he went to school there, and he met Andrew Ridgely, and then they would later on form Wham, which we all know and love. So his music career, George's music career, started out with him busking on the London Underground and then later working as a DJ at clubs and doing school discos, which is fucking hilarious because could you imagine turning on like MTV Top Hits or the charts or something and seeing the guy that used to blast like the cha-cha slide at your primary school's hall? Like, I love that. What, what's that one? It's it? like... Brush your teeth, Superman. Like I can imagine George Martin. Not that that song was out when he was no, doing that, but I like <laughs> our equivalent would be like a pizza, a pizza, <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a pizza. And then you just get like, imagine if that was like Ed Sheeran. It's me. It's I'm like not equating George Michael to Ed Sheeran, but no, like, but like people who are like fucking famous. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. What mind blown, absolutely. But you, mind blown. but you, I don't think you'd appreciate that at like 10 years old, would you either? I don't know, yeah. I uh, well, so I can't remember any of the disc jockeys that would perform at our primary school halls and no, like I mean, discos yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, they could it could be Ed Sheeran, and I just don't know because I don't, I've blocked off that part of my life. Ed Sheeran may have done a DJ thing in in a Preston primary school. But anyway, George and Andrew Ridgely set up a little ska band, of all things, with three other guys, um, and that was called The Executive. But obviously that didn't really go anywhere, and I can't can't really find any other information on it, but it was a ska band, so... Mm. Um, Then in 1981, Michael and Andrew ditched the other three and started Wham! And their first album reached number one in the UK in 1983, which is pretty sick. And so Wham was like a huge deal all over the world. And even in 1985, they became the first Western band to visit and perform in China. 
Um, and this was this was a fucking big deal because it took the band manager like 18 months to convince Chinese officials to let them play. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's like some other bands. Aren't there some other bands that China just was like, you are not fucking coming in? I'm sure there's like people really recently that they wouldn't let in. Maybe it's Korea. Maybe it's Korea. We move. Anyway. We, uh, we can't dip our toe into the political <laughs> country va- things just yet. Yeah, it's just not. Can't happen. Um, maybe in a few years' time. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, so apparently, when Wham tried to get the audience to clap on the beat, like clap along with the song, the audience thought that they were asking for applause. So they just started clapping for them, like as an as an applause. Oh, no, which is oh, so cute. I just think it's fucking precious. Um, <laughs> and I really recommend watching the Freedom music video because at the end you can see all the people dancing, and it's honestly so cute. Like I wish people still dance like that. They were just kind of like we like bopping along, not really caring. Like no one was grinding, and they're just and really dad dancing. It. Yeah, very dab dancing. It was really cute. Okay. I uh, I approved this message. Um, so it turns out Wham didn't actually last all that long. It was only like a few years, um, which is weird because they have so many hits and like massive bops. But anyway, so then after George brought out his singles Careless Whisper and A Different Corner in 1984 and 86, there were loads of rumours about them breaking up. And eventually they did in 86 uh, with a sold out tour, uh, sold out farewell tour at Wembley Stadium, and then a couple of years ago, Andrew Ridgely uh, talked about why they. What's up? I was just going to say, I never believe when someone does a farewell tour, because how many times has Wheatus done a farewell tour, or I don't know, takes that? How many? How many farewell tours? Take have that we has seen? done so many farewell tours. I think I they've just... done more farewell <laughs> tours than their actual tours. Yeah, I just don't believe it anymore. I think it's bullshit. But anyway, carry on. I mean, it's it's true in in Wham's case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> and then a couple of years ago, Andrew Ridgely talked about why they broke up, saying that it was to do with the fact that. Kind of Wham was their story of growing up and becoming adults and neither of them could really imagine doing a Wham reunion tour like 40 or 50 years later singing their top hits. Like I couldn't imagine older Andrew and George performing I'm Your Man or Club Tropicana like Whoa, no, I'm gonna have to stop you right there. Someone needs to tell this to Rod Stewart, and someone needs to tell this to the Rolling Stones. I mean, I'm sorry, Rod Stewart still sings that song, Do you want my body? Don't like in leopard print, skin tight pants. Like, I'm just someone needs to let them know, you know. After Wham, our boy George didn't quit. He teamed up with Aretha Flack. Fuck's sake. He teamed up with Aretha. I can't speak. He Aretha, teamed up. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, I actually did say Aretha. <laughs> he, he, he teamed up with Aretha Franklin for I Knew You Nailed Were Waiting it. For Me. And this was his third solo single and the third one to reach number one in the UK charts. Big deal, is what I'm saying. And um, so, as research for this, I watched an awful lot of his music videos, and let me tell you, works of art, absolutely amazing. They are what, so the, the videos. They're great. They're so 80s and 90s, and like 
I don't know, like it, it, it's just great. I really recommend you watch them. Um, so here's some notes that I made when I was watching the video for the song, I Want Your Sex, which excellent song as well. Um, yeah. So side note, this song won Worst Original Song at the Golden Raspberry Awards, which is a parody award show in 1988. Oh <laughs> How funny is that? Um, but anyway, here are my notes. Um, so it was, it was like a write down what you see type of thing. Uh, so I wrote, gals in lingerie, silk sheets, brackets, ew. Um, I don't like silk sheets. They're very uncomfortable. Uh, lots of legs, kinky little blindfolds, wheat woo, go Georgie. Lots wheat of woo. <laughs> wheat woo. <laughs> lots of writhing around on the aforementioned silk sheets. Stockings being removed. Side boob, question mark. Water. I love the 80s. What? I can't remember <laughs> what that video was. I can't remember I what feel, it looked like. <laughs> I feel like you've just summarised Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, <gasps> Oh my God, I actually have, except there's no one called George in it. Is there? I've never I seen mean, it. I, I've never read it or seen it, but I feel, um, I feel, I imagine that's how it goes. I think it's very similar. Um, and then here's some of my favourite lyrics from that song as well. It goes, <clears throat> Sex, I'm not your father. Sex, I'm not your brother. Sex, oh, no. talk to your sister. Sex, enough. I am a lover. I mean, uh, right, let's, well, hang on. So let's what unpack about, that. Yeah, so what was the one about the mother? Uh, there was no mother involved, there's no mother. Oh. It's, what, 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 I'm not what, your father, I'm not your brother, talk to your sister, I am a lover. Oh. Where's the mum? Why does her sister know that yeah, he's a lover? I mean, oi, oi. I mean, I tell my sisters everything, but... I draw the line. At the same time. I'm not going to tell my dad about anything. No, there's just, it, it kind of, <laughs> I don't really know what to say on it is the problem. No, like I've no. highlighted this, but now I'm like, I can't say anything about it. It's just so weird. Um, and then some more lyrics. Sex is natural. Sex is good. Not everybody does it, but everybody should. Sex is natural. Sex is fun. Sex is best when it's one on one. I was th- I thought you were going to say sex is best when it's up the bum. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah because apparently George Michael was like really promoting monogamy. I don't there's a there's a bit in the music video I think where he writes like explore monogamy on this woman's naked body anyway was he is this when is this when sorry is this when he was still pretending to be straight yeah this is when he was still straight everyone's questioning because i remember talking to my mum about george michael and she was like oh, i used to fancy him loads and i was like oh he was spicy known. you were no he look don't get me wrong still spicy but mm. me poor mum fantasizing but... oh i shouldn't be talking about me mum sorry deborah i know you listen to this but I remember That's you really, saying you fancy oh, George we, Michael. Should we do a little shout out to Deborah? Hi Deb. Oh, and a shout out to Siobhan as well. Siobhan listens. <laughs> um, I think Siobhan probably had a crush on George, George Michael as well. I didn't have a but crush actually, on George Michael. That's, that's a good point. So, uh, I Want Your Sex, the song. Uh, it was a big deal and this song was banned from some radio stations because it was too raunchy. <laughs> Just going to pause again. Right. Go on. That gets banned from some radios. But me, 
as a five-year-old, six-year-old, probably possibly up to 10 years old, was singing, ah, honey, 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 honey. No way. Absolutely yeah. no. No way. Well, so I, I heard that song in a supermarket and I was singing along and I was like, ma'am, what does it say? And she goes, it says honey. So I was always singing, I'm honey, 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 honey. Is that what you did as well? <laughs> She was just like, no, it's honey. It's definitely honey. No, it's yeah. not honey. No. So weird. That's just a, I guess that's the thing that everyone grew up with. I bet everybody well, I mean, has that. I mean, everyone's probably got a story of them singing, I'm horny, I'm horny, I'm horny, as mm. a minor, and their parents <laughs> cringing. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's probably so the same. Awkward. It's probably like a, the modern day WAP. Like, there's oh probably kids singing WAP because they hear it on the radio, no? And everyone's like, no, it means wise and pretty i don't know <laughs> Shut up. that's a good one i like that probably not that though <sighs> anyway sorry um, back to back to big gm so after he dropped the album faith uh which was his first solo album uh he was super exhausted and kind of lonely because of all the promotional stuff that he was having to do so for his next album which was listen without prejudice volume one he decided he didn't want to do any kind of promotion or anything like that um, and he just wanted a more serious reputation at this point as well so his lyrics on this album reference more serious topics than having sex like um, the lyrics for praying for time that include the rich declare themselves poor and most of us are not sure if we have too much but we'll take our chances because God stopped keeping score and that is a mouthful to try and say I don't know how he sings it anyway um and then in the music video for Freedom 90, which is a different song to Freedom, it was Freedom 90, yeah. um, George isn't in it at all. Uh, he got celebrities and models like Naomi Campbell, uh, Cindy Crawford and Linda Evangelista uh, to star in the video and lip sync along to the song. You look you like Linda Evangelista. Yes. <laughs> You're a model. Sorry, I, I was like, please do. Did you stone do. those tights yourself? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Drag race. So also the props from the music video for Faith. So the jukebox that he's like leaning up against and the iconic leather jacket with the chains and everything that we were talking about. Um are being blown up in the music video. So he's basically like cutting all ties to this kind of sex symbol status that he acquired in 1987 with the Faith album. Next thing, we're gonna now skip to 1998. Uh, when I was three years old. I was two. We were babies. Anyway, um, so over in Beverly Hills in 1998, George Michael was arrested for, and I quote, engaging in a lewd act. Sorry, what? <laughs> a lewd act. Lewd or lewd? Lewd. L-E-W-D. What's a lewd act? Like a nude. Similar to a nude act. <laughs> Nude it's, not, okay. it's not a very Christian act, I don't know. <laughs> no, got a lot of place for that one. But, so what happened was basically George Michael was at this park and things occurred. And George, you, you know how you go to a park and you make a friend and you go into the public toilets and you continue to make a friend? No, no. Mm -hmm. No, no, no you don't woman, know that. I, I feel like as a woman, we can't do that. If I if I went and made a friend in a in a park, and he went, "All right, babe, should we go to the, the public toilet?" You I'm get murdered. Killed. I'm yeah, getting you get killed. murdered. That's the end of it. 
Sorry, mm, go on. Probably. Men have it so good. <laughs> I think I'd rather have... I, I just wouldn't have sex I don't know. talking I, about. I, I think I'd rather get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As established, George Michael went to this park in Beverly Hills, met a friend, a new friend. Um, they enter a public restroom together. Plot twist... George Michael's new friend, undercover police officer. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's not a fair. Scandal. That, I, I know. Think, I think he was just a massive fan and just was like, come on, babes. <laughs> but it, a police officer at the same time. And then he was Und- like, oh, this is a bad police idea. Officer, but right. like undercover fan as a police okay. officer. A, a police officer that was an undercover <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's okay. Carry on. But anyway, so he gets fined $810 and has to do a bunch of community service and he pleads no contest. So he's like, yeah, sure, it happened. It do be like that. But he does say in interviews afterwards that he felt like it was entrapment. Um, And in my professional legal opinion, I also believe it was entrapment. So here's what he had to say. Yeah, because it's like it's not... You know, if you weren't there, it wouldn't have happened. It's not like you've caught him in the act of someone else, which, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But, like, if you're causing the problem... You're the problem. Exactly. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. Um, But here's what he had to say about it in an interview on the Parkinson show. Uh, He says, what happened was I fell prey to one of these SWAT teams that they have in America... And I think they have them in parts of England. But basically, they're paid to nick guys who are looking for sex with one another. And the way they do this, unfortunately, in the States is to try is to try and induce the crime. And then if they get a response from someone, nick them. So, yeah, exactly what you just said. Like, here, look at, look at my penis. Do you want to show me your penis as well? And then he goes, yeah, I guess I'll show you my penis. And then they show each other the penis. He goes, you're nicked. Go away. But it's a bit like, you know, um, you know, those police self-confession dramas or something. And they're like, we know you did it. If you don't confess, we're gonna fucking beat you up. And they go, Oh, yeah, maybe. And you go, ha! Like it's it's like yeah. that. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not a gotcha moment. It's no, it's you forced I've, his hand. But but <laughs> dick jokes. Um but there was another bit. I mean, I I've not got the quote written down because I'm very unprepared for everything, but um he says something like, um, he was like, oh, so this police officer and I engaged in a game of, uh, what do you call it? He showed me his and then I showed him mine and then he arrested me or something like that. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but like the way he talks about it and stuff, I just love because he's so like, yeah, I got my dick out. Like <laughs> it's so fucking nonchalantly just like, yeah, yeah like I, I did it. I <laughs> It was a goof. I goofed up, guys. And that was it. Um, So there was a lot kind of leading up to the arrest. Like uh, his mum had recently died and his partner um, had died five years before. Uh, He says that he was spiraling into like a deep depression during this time. But the main thing that I want to focus on with this is the way he reacted to his arrest. So let's talk about George Michael's song, Outside. Okay, let's do it. Have you heard the song? I don't think I have, no. That's fair. I don't think it's one of his, it's not one of his most famous songs. I mean, it's no Last Christmas, but uh, it is a banging song. No one could get away from that song. It's January and I'm still sick of that song. (laughs) There you go. You're welcome. Um, That's how good he is. That's how good he is. So 
The video for the song starts off as any good German porno does. There's this beautiful woman and she's getting flirty with a businessman in a grimy public toilet. Classic. What is, he, what is his obsession with public toilets now? So, well, no, this sorry. is so this this song, this video is in response to his oh, arrest. Get, oh, right. Sorry, following, yeah, following, right. Um, so then, when this guy advances on this beautiful young woman, she turns into an old policewoman, which is not what you signed up for. No. Um, so it starts Catfish. with a. Yeah, well, it starts as this kind of parody version of his experience in these lovely public toilets in Beverly Hills. Um, And the rest of the video follows a similar path, showing, like, beautiful shots of Hollywood and then some bird's-eye views of people making out and grinding on each other and engaging in public sex and group sex and same-sex sex, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then it's cut with shots of um, a police helicopter, like, surveilling Surveilling's the word, isn't it? Surveilling the area and then officers arresting these people. Um, and then there's another part where a public toilet, they're just in a public toilet, obviously, because he's literally just like, ha look at this, look at this thing. Um, public toilet turns into a fucking disco. <laughs> and there's like colourful lights, disco balls hanging from the ceiling, a light up dance floor, like with the move the, the light up tiles and stuff. I and mean, then hey, have you have you been to Temple Bar in Manchester? That is technically that's exactly a toilet what it bar. Likes. So you know, you never know. Yeah. Maybe he's just basing it off that. Anyway. Maybe sorry. he's basing it off Temple Bar fucks. <laughs> and then on the light up dance floor, George Michael and a couple of women are dressed as police officers. Which is <laughs> just, just chef's kiss i love it so much um and then at the end the police officers that have been arresting people they just start making out in the street <laughs> so overall i'd give it a 10 out of 10 um and the video itself is like just so obviously mocking the whole like pretty police sting operations that they've got mm. um but then you take a look at the lyrics and the song is just like owning the whole situation like some of the lyrics the first lyrics are I think I'm done with the sofa I think I'm done with the hall I think I'm done with the kitchen table let's go outside in the sunshine (laughs) I feel like so far I've been having one of those crazy realistic dreams like what you explained to me it, it feels like I would have woken up in a sweat and I'd been like oh my god I should have stopped eating all that cheese and wine last night because (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck has just happened that's what it feels like <laughs> do you not think but do you, like th- it makes sense what happened no, it, like it I'm, makes- I'm telling a story right i'm telling a good story yeah, yeah you're telling the story i just okay, i just feel like a nutty dream that i probably have anyway yeah on. it's this is all this all fact it's wikipedia all mate facts. <laughs> definitely so, no fact then but go on no. go on it's but, <laughs> I do need to say, this isn't like a PSA of why everyone should go outside and shag. Like, I just really like the way he spun it, like this task force that America set up to like, to be honest, just vilify gay men and make sex seem perversive and criminal and all that. But George Michael was took, he took it, took the situation and was like, you know what, fuck you, like, I'm going to make some money off this. Which, 
props. I really well, like, of. he fucking he fucking owned it, didn't he? It's like, yeah, yeah, you you could have the power to like embarrass me or try and shove this in my face or try and like make me feel less than for something that happened, or I can fucking own it and use it to laugh at myself and the situation that's happened. Fuck you, you can't take that away from me. So yeah, yeah exactly. That's what he does as well. I think that's what made people. <clears throat> I, I mean, to be honest, I don't think people would have heard that and been like, oh my God, I'm never listening to George Michael ever again. He's a terrible person. I mean, like some people might have because they were weird, but like the also the fact that he was like, yeah, I did this. I'm a human. Like it's shit happens kind of thing is a lot of the reason why he didn't get any kind of backlash from it as well. Question. Was he arrested because it was still, when, when, when did he say he got arrested? Uh, so this was in 1998. So was it? Oh no! I was about to say, was it still illegal to be gay? But I guess not. If it was no, it, it's it wasn't illegal, but there was it still was the whole upon. kind of yeah, and and there were still kind of laws like this, not like this, but like there were still laws in place that made it very hard for gay men and women to be gay, right? Um, and everything like that. So there was still like so much discrimination and everything. Doubt this would have happened to a male celebrity that was getting off in a public bog with a woman kind of thing yeah i mean maybe it would have i don't fucking know yeah. but i'm not an expert am i um <laughs> not an expert on public sex <laughs> i'm sorry mom. Oh, <laughs> sorry Siobhan. um but yeah i really i really i really rate him for it so that's it but uh going back to he so he was he wasn't publicly out let's say like he'd never gone out and said hello I am gay um until I guess this point <laughs> I mean not now hello, I, I am gay hello, hello my name gay <laughs> my name is Joseph I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> where did that come from a really dark place and I'm just gonna mute myself because oh my that god <laughs> That was really funny. So, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, like, he, he didn't hide the fact that he was gay and he didn't openly state that he was gay. Also, America's weird about George Michael, but I, I can't really, I don't have any of the information or sources to go off that, to talk okay. about that. I mean, so I'm just not going to fucking bother. Just basically, America dicked on George Michael. Anyway, um, another reason to fuck America. <laughs> I don't not know. all America. Uh, Mm, no 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 not all a lot of it but anyway uh, so not only was George Michael an absolute badass uh, he also gave a lot of money to charities so he did episodes of who wants to be a billionaire and deal or no deal to raise money for charity teamed up with Ronan Keating for who wants to be a millionaire which is just another chef's kiss because life is a roller coaster and you've just got to ride it my uh, my sister had a hamster called Ronan when she was it's younger. adorable. But then it ran away. So, you know. He was off riding that roller coaster <laughs> of life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, George also took part in like charity concerts. So, for the Prince's Trust, performed for Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute, the Freddie Mercury tribute concert, etc. etc. Um, also, what I think is really cool, he anonymously donated millions of pounds to Childline and like all of the anonymous stuff kind of only came out after his death. And then there's also a couple of accounts of him anonymous, anonymously 
giving way to people. It's a difficult word to say, Anonymous. 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 All right. So there's a couple of accounts of him anonymously giving money to people to fund their IVF treatment after seeing them talk about it on TV. So there was one woman he saw on Deal or No Deal who was like, I'm on here so that I could raise like £15,000 for IVF treatment because IVF is expensive. And he saw that episode and called up Deal or No Deal and was like, excuse me, Mr. Deal or No Deal, I would like to give this money. Fucking adorable. And then another woman had appeared on this morning uh, to talk about how she was having problems conceiving and etc. And then George Michael rang up and was like, I'd like to anonymously donate this money. Like, what how the what the fuck? What a what fucking angel. What a sweetheart. Yeah. And then another one, after so after his death, obviously, uh, a student nurse said that he had tipped her five thousand pounds at the bar that she was working at so she could pay off her debts. Oh, I love him. Baby. I didn't know any of this. Right? It's just little fucking angel loving so much so josh michael struggled with addiction throughout his life uh which likely caused the heart and liver problems that led to his very untimely death on christmas 2016 um he's won about 30 awards and been nominated for like over 50 there are literally too many to list so i'm not going to bother but the list has its own Wikipedia page, so that should explain how many awards and nominations he got. Like, it, it was a fucking shit ton. And then in 2016, at the time of his death, he'd sold over 115 million records around the world. Like, I can't fathom that amount of records. I can't fathom that amount of anything. That is a lot. That's a fucking shit ton. So, yeah, if you want to know more about George Michael's life, you could watch the documentaries George Michael Freedom and George Michael A Different Story. Um, and then there's also a biography on George and Andrew Ridgely also has an autobiography called Wham! George and Me. Aww. And that's my underprepared, disorganised, slightly brief history of musical legend George Michael. I love that. I feel like I, I know I know him like a good friend now. Uh, yeah, I feel like I do. Um Fun story. Uh, I mean, it's not really a story. It's more just like how I got into George Michael. So um, <laughs> we had like 80s greatest hits or something in the car once or something. And and uh, we were listening to that, um, me and my mum. And then Faith came on and I was just uh, like, I, there was something about it, like with the boppy like guitar, like the ding, 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 ding. And I just got really, really into it. I was like, this is my favourite song now. And Siobhan was like, that's cool, it's George Michael. And I was like, oh yeah, he's a great guy. And I uh, knew nothing about him at the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really like it. And then anytime the song would come on, Siobhan would be like, oh, it's your favourite song, girl. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Do, 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 do. And, uh, yeah, I just really fucking love him. I think he's great music. I love that. I think I've got to say my favourite story about uh, George Michael Mm. is the fact I don't know I don't know if you remember this I can't remember it's like maybe 10 years ago but he fell out of his car or fell out of the car that he was in and like just just got away with some bruises but basically the door wasn't shut properly so he just tried to like open it and shut it but fucking fell out like I don't don't know how that happens (laughs) (laughs) have you not heard this no I've never heard that yeah literally just like it was on some massive motorway I, I can't remember which one but like just tried to adjust the door and then next thing you know he's fucking fallen out 
Oh my god! Like, oh yeah, just some bruises. It's like, what a dick! Put your seatbelt on, man. <laughs> yeah, no, safety first. <laughs> but, but still, oh well, I like that. I love that. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials at another goddamn fangirl on Instagram and at goddamn fangirl on Twitter. We also have a Facebook. Thanks to me and Hannah for writing the questions. Thanks to Pippa for editing all of our shit together. And thanks to all the fans that we have on our podcast. Want my body? Do you think I'm sexy? Nah, 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 nah.